0: Welcome back. We're talking COVID caution, celebrating veterans, and Huntsville hockey. My name is Ike Morgan, and we are down in Alabama. We know that COVID-19 outbreaks have led to the cancellation of both Auburn and Alabama football games this coming weekend. Well, here in Alabama, we're also seeing more schools keep kids at home as the number of new COVID cases remains high and the number of hospitalizations increases. Just yesterday, AL.com reported that Oneonta Schools, Alexander City Schools, and Birmingham's Tuggle Elementary are moving to virtual classrooms after campus outbreaks. The northern half of the state is reporting some of the highest rates of new cases during November so far, with the highest rates in Cullman, Colbert, and Lauderdale Counties. Now again, that's based on the infection rate. That's a per capita statistic. And those counties are less populous than others. Looking at gross numbers, your more urban counties are still turning out pretty big numbers. With Jefferson County on a seven-day average of more than 220 new cases a day and more than 2,200 new cases so far this month. Now, we got some good news recently about the excellent results from Pfizer's vaccine trial, which is great. But AL.com's Amy Yerkinen reports that infectious disease experts are saying we can't pick our peaches before they're fuzzed up. I might have paraphrased the doctors there. More formally, if the vaccine were approved over the next month, Pfizer could produce only about 10 to 15 million doses by the time January 1st rolls around. Dr. Gene Morazzo is the director of the Division of Infectious Diseases at UAB School of Medicine. Quote, We have to keep our hats on about the excitement for a vaccine. 10 to 15 million is not even enough to immunize people who are high risk for complications from COVID-19. It's a ray of hope, but right now we have to slog through what these numbers are showing. End quote. And that means we're still doing that flatten the curve and straighten the hill thing that keep hospitalizations from getting so out of hand that it's hard to treat people. We saw more than 1,500 hospitalizations in Alabama at points over the summer. It fell in August and September, but is currently roaring back to around 1,200. Dr. Moraza says she's concerned about how the holidays and family get-togethers might affect these numbers. And by the way, we've heard so much about how wearing masks helps keep us from spreading the coronavirus to others, more than it keeps us from getting it. Now the CDC is saying that there have been enough studies that indicate face coverings can fairly effectively help keep you from getting it too. Some masks and some studies were showing a 70% improvement. Now obviously they're still learning all this and studying it, so we'll see, but it's got to help some, as long as you cover up your nose when you do it. They say that even a mouth breather like me needs to cover up his nose. Veterans Day celebrations were scaled back pretty drastically yesterday because of the COVID pandemic, reports AL.com's Greg Garrison. Birmingham's National Veterans Day Parade is the oldest in the nation, and it's been rolling since 1947. Organizers made it a virtual ceremony this year out of safety concerns, but a small group of people did not want to fully break that parade tradition. So about 30 or 40 people walked from Lynn Park to Regent's Field and back, 22 blocks to represent the number of veteran suicides estimated to happen each day. Wednesday's rain did not stop them. Matt Bain served in the Marine Corps from 2004 to 2012. Quote, It's really about celebrating the past, present, and future veterans. We shouldn't break the tradition. Also on Wednesday, among other Veterans Day celebrations, Battleship Memorial Park in Mobile held a flag-raising ceremony by Vietnam veterans and a flyover by the U.S. Coast Guard Aviation Training Center. An American village in Montevallo opened for the day and allowed mask-wearing visitors to get their temperature taken and then visit the National Veterans Shrine and Colonial Chapel. Of course, they were greeted by those Revolution-era reenactors. American Village is a great place for a patriot to visit. College ice hockey may be sticking around for a while in Alabama, reports AL.com's Lee Roop. Y'all see what I did. The University of Alabama in Huntsville alumni and supporters have pledged $17 million to keep alive the Deep South's only NCAA Division I hockey program. And there's history in this program. On November 20th, the Chargers will open their 42nd season on the ice. The program looked to be in a sad situation over the summer. It was actually canceled in May before some alumni of the program stepped up with big donations to get the ball rolling, or puck, or whatever. The Chargers currently play at the Von brown Center, but the university has indicated that there could be on-campus ice in the future. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you can on the World Wide Web at AL.com.